mm-hmm. mics, I think. These are XLR. Okay. So I'll just say it's like professional equipment. Yeah. That's what you want to use. So there's no, I think it's called reverb maybe or something yeah. like that when it like echoey. Yeah, yeah. But um, no. Nah. How's Jamal? Who's better than you guys all at like the same level or what? I mean, I was just talking to him today about it. He said that right now he changed his shot, so he's just been making everything. So oh, we're gonna really? we gotta see. But as of now, I'll say that I'm a little bit better than he is. Yeah, that was a really good episode. I liked connecting with him, and I think that kind of got us on like this kind of arc mm-hmm. where I got to Koo, Koo got to you. Yeah. Don't give me nobody from West. <laughs> all right. We're so, done with the West side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cause I get the network, I get the pool, but it's just one of those things where kind of at the position that you're in right now mm-hmm. too is I'm building two things right now. Obviously, I have my finance company. That's what I do in the mm-hmm. daytime. And then we have this brand with the Natural yeah. Thoughts and Talks where I tried to keep them separate, but it's just one of those things where everything just ends up merging. Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. just become people, yeah. right? And yeah. then it's like, oh, you need a lawyer or whatever. Call Ikenna, you yeah. know, see what's going on with that. And it's just like, that's kind of what we're doing here with the Natural Thoughts and mm-hmm. Talks is it starts with, I don't know, five episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And then it says, hey, give me like two people. And then yeah. all of a sudden shit's doubled, right? Yeah. And then you're yeah. like double. And it really, <laughs> like you hear about it when you're younger and you're like, oh, yeah, you got to build a network. You got to do this. But it's like when you actually start yeah. doing it yeah. and shit becomes fun. like <laughs> It does, yeah. man. I, building a network is one of those things where I feel like when when you hear about it, like you said, like when you're growing up and stuff, you're like, oh, that sounds like such a drag. I don't know how to connect with people. I don't know how to like talk to people in a professional setting but like before you know it you're building your network you know just seamlessly because whether it's in school whether it's just like casual conversation you get someone's number like out in the club in like Newport or out you know in Long Beach you know wherever the case wherever the case may be like that person is someone you can reach out to Mm -hmm. depending on like what you need you know whether it's something professional whether it's just someone to come on the podcast whether it's someone you want to go and like shoot hoops with that's all part of your network and these people you might not know like they might, you know, you might see them in one dimension, but like later on, as they continue to grow, they become someone that you can use for something else. You might not even know that at the time Hell that yeah. you're meeting them. That's funny. Go ahead. Uh, before I check this sound, tell me your name and your favorite order of In-N-Out. Name and favorite order of In-N-Out. All right. So my name is Ikena Ojuku. My favorite, I got two favorite orders at In-N-Out. Um, my first one is the Double Dumble Animal Style with regular fries and a drink, whether it's, you know, they have a with strawberry lemonade. Or like a milkshake. I fuck with the milkshakes. What color milkshake? What color? Uh, you know you can mix them. So I do vanilla and chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. It's good. Try it. You don't knock it till you so try So it's like watered down chocolate? Then? <laughs> That's basically what you're doing? Well, okay. It's like it's like Neapolitan. You know, like so. If you have like a Neapolitan ice cream, that's there's like, no strawberry in your shake. Are you doing all three? That's well, Neapolitan. Okay, yeah, you could do all three, but I just like the strawberry. I mean, I the can, chocolate vanilla. And this is what I'm doing. Is that's the first part of your episode because uh-huh. you're fucking weird, man. <laughs> like you already know. I think that might be my new thing, especially when the cameras are up, dude. Is yeah. I'm gonna be asking people what their orders of in and out is. You could really tell a lot by a person <laughs> from their in and out, right? Like they're you just can, like ah oh, cheeseburger fries, but you're like oh yeah, I want you to. Make. You got them back. They're working harder than they're yeah, already no, working. I know the whole secret menu. I'm like ordering shit that they didn't even heard about. <laughs> now, so my second order, I do the protein style. Okay. And that's no bun. It's just lettuce. Lettuce. Okay. And then I get that double double, right? And then if I do that, then I'll get the animal style fries. Okay. And then I'll do like a drink. I'm with that. Yeah. What to drink? You drink soda? Yeah, I do drink soda. Like a probably, Coke or probably, what? Yeah, Sprite. Okay. But I'll do a maybe a chocolate vanilla shake. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm your host, Venture O'Neill, and we got a good one for you today. Go ahead, brother. 
It's good to be here, man. Thank you for having me. My name is Ikena Ojuku. Um, you know, I mentioned my boy, so I'm glad to be on this podcast. Yeah. Like I told him, it's my first podcast, so super excited to be here, man. Tell us where you're from. I'm from Torrance, California, born and raised. Well, I was born in Long Beach, actually, where we are today. Yeah. But raised in Torrance, been there my whole life, and then went to Santa Barbara for school, and now I'm in Irvine for another segment of school. Yeah, okay, so just doing the whole school thing? Doing the whole school thing. Do you have, like, a like an internship, or are you in your last year? How much? I have two, so it's three years total, this program. I'm in law school. You're in law school, I'm yeah. in law school, yep. Uh, so I finished one year. I have two more, including this one. And internship, I did have one, have one over the summer. Um, and I do have one coming up next quarter. Um, mm. so we have some, some good things kicking up and then I'm going back this coming summer to where I was last summer. Yeah, man. I just kind of wanted to start this off by saying, I'm really proud of you. Appreciate like it, I'm man. really impressed Likewise. and I'm really like super excited to just kind of hear about your process and things that you got going on. It's super casual on this show mm -hmm. and, you know, just thanks for coming on. Yes, so sir. law school, man, lawyer, that's a big goal right there. <laughs> that's lofty. Where did that come from? Dude, it, it's it's honestly funny. Like I didn't know I wanted to be a lawyer at first. Like you could have asked me when I was finishing up high school, when I was in my first years of undergrad. Like what what do you want to do? Lawyer was not gonna be in any of my answers. But I was actually STEM. Like I was chemistry and shit when I was coming in, coming into grad. I mean undergrad, and then I just knew I didn't want to do like the whole doctor route. It took it's taken way too long. Like you'd have to go through years and years of residency and like schooling and all this stuff. You're not getting paid. You're making like shit on the dollar, mm -hmm. you know, so. Go ahead and pull the mic a little bit closer. Go like two more inches into it. So you'll hear yourself. Just pull it. Okay. Yeah, right there. It's perfect. Stay it's right good? there. Yeah, okay. go ahead. I got you now. All right, hell yeah. So. You said you didn't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a doctor. Like in the Nigerian family growing up, it's like you're going to be the, either an engineer, a okay. doctor, or a lawyer. Uh. And my brother's an engineer. My sister's a lawyer. So <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was going to be the doctor. But I just knew I didn't have a passion for it. And for me, like, I couldn't do that much schooling and pay that much money without being passionate about it. No, I feel that. Yeah. And also, if we're talking about, like, sort of that immigrant dream, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those things where it's the data is a little bit old. Mm -hmm. You know, is that kind of something? I'm happy that you figured that out. But yeah. kind of before we dive into that, dude, Nigeria, huh? Yeah. Tell yeah. me about that. Nigeria is dope, dude. Like, I love Nigeria. So your parents, your parents are from Nigeria? My parents, both of them are from Nigeria. So I'm 100% Nigerian. When did um, they come over? They came over. My dad came over first. I want to say he came over about like, well, so it's actually a pretty funny story. My dad came first. And my mom was still in Nigeria, and they hadn't even met. Oh, but they really? were writing letters to each other because they hadn't, like, kind of, the way it happens, like, back then, they're both from the same village, so, like, they had known about each other, but they never met. Um, and she's seen, like, pictures of him and stuff, so she was like, oh, he's handsome or whatever. He's in America, which is obviously a plus. Um, so they were, like, writing letters to each other. And my mom, she had, like, her dream job and stuff like that in Nigeria. She had a lot of stuff going on for herself, but she, like, left all that and came to America to join my dad and they got married and that was before they had my sister or yeah my sister's what, like 28 so they probably came like 35 years ago oh wow yeah got married and then had my sister She's, dude yeah. that's cool yeah I love hearing that and what, what do they do for work so my dad's retired he retired uh right before COVID I want to say he was a nurse he was a nurse administrator so he worked for LAUSD um pretty much like was the administrative body for the school nurses and stuff. My mom, she's actually a school nurse in LAUSD. 
She works in Gardena right now, but she also does a little bit of hospital work too. Okay. So um, healthcare, basically. Healthcare, both into into medicine. That's where they wanted me to uh-huh. be that doctor. But but I chose to be a lawyer, man. Yeah, no, yeah. my mom's in uh, healthcare too. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I never like understood it. Mm-hmm. Well, that too, and I'm also not very sensitive when it mm-hmm. comes to like the body. Yeah. Like, if I see somebody blown apart, I'm like, hey, a Band-Aid, and I think you're right, my <laughs> guy. You know, because that's kind of how I treat my body too, mm-hmm. is I'm just like, it's bloody, let's just wipe it off, we'll keep it pushing, yeah. you know? But um, I was, because obviously I'm in finance, and mm-hmm. I was thinking on the road, I was like, what the hell? Because I've always wanted to do this. I've always just wanted to be like in advising or in some sort of business and like making it happen and just helping people. But somebody yeah. asked me, like, what would you do if you weren't doing this? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then I realized, I was like, oh, I'd be in healthcare because yeah. I do want to help people. Yeah. And I, it made the connection. I understood my mom, like, immediately. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I should call and talk to her about yeah. this. But, <laughs> dude, Nigeria. Why are Nigerians so big? They're big <laughs> as fuck, dude. Like, they're building them so just sturdy dude, in Nigeria. I'm telling you, bro, in, like, 20 years... All the athletes in the NFL and the NBA, they're going to be fucking Nigerian. Yeah. They're going to have some Nigerian type of genetics or blood in them. Dude. You see uh, fucking Giannis. He's Nigerian. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Nigerian. Um, we just we eat good, man. We got some good stuff going on in Nigeria. We we just, because I think we're natural born workers. Like, if you go to Nigeria, you'll see people in the markets with, like, shit on their heads, carrying these big packages, trying to sell shit. So, and everyone's, like, working. No one's just, like, you. they don't have the luxury to sit around and, like, be lazy and just, you know, not put, like, not like exert themselves physically. So I think from that point, from that standpoint, it's like a genetic thing where like you've years and generations of people like working hard, like in the fields, like, you know, li- working for a living, you know, to make money and all that stuff. So I think that in conjunction with our diet and stuff just mm-hmm. makes us grow big. Yeah. Yeah. Like we grow up, I grew up eating so good, you know, my mom's making rice stew soups all these things so like even if like we weren't like super wealthy and we didn't have a shit ton of like exotic you know foods and meals and stuff like she was gonna make huge portions of like rice and stew. oh that's awesome then, yeah. Yeah. dude uh when's the last time you've been over there have you been over there recently last time was 2019 oh pretty recent um last time i was there i was just in the village though but i like to Every now and then, like, I've only been maybe like five or six times. I want to say that's still least, a lot, though. Yeah, yeah, still a lot. Yeah, but every time, bro, you just feel so enriched and so refreshed because, like, it's a whole different world out there. It's like African as fuck. It's, huh? Af- it's Africa. <laughs> it's Africa. It's Africa, bro. Like the good, bad, and the ugly. Because Nigeria, like, I love being Nigerian. I love the culture. I love you know the people. Um, I take pride in it, but it's definitely a corrupt country, bro. Oh, really? It's very corrupt. It's very corrupt. The government's. Probably one of the most corrupt nations in the world, bro. Oh, you got to get in there. Then. I got to get hey. in there and fix, you know, shake some shit up, man. Um, but I think, I think, uh, you know, it's a very grounding experience, just like being in the motherland. You know what I mean? Like, you see your people, your culture, like in real time. It's not like kind of because even if like you're Nigerian living in America, it's different from like being a Nigerian living in Nigeria. Yeah, and the thing is, is we're so divisive here in mm-hmm. the States to where you're so other. Like, it's Indigenous People's Day today, right? Yeah. So I'm Native American. Okay, yeah, And yeah. it'll be a thing to where I just had on um, Craig Stone. He just came out episode. Go listen to that, people, if you haven't heard that one. And he is an expert in um, basically anything Native American affairs. He's been working at Cal State Long Beach for over 47 years. Dang. Like, he's, he's old as fuck. Yeah. But, like, he's been in the know. Yeah. And the cool thing that he kind of said was, obviously, um, when urban Indians, so I'm like an urban Indian, mm-hmm. somebody that lives in out, off the reservation, basically, 
you're very like you want to practice you want to hold on to your culture right but mm-hmm. then when you go back to the reservation mm-hmm. he's like you don't really follow the same customs and traditions yeah. that you do out here so it ends up being you're just like uh you're just like white people like as yeah. he said right because yeah. we're all you're the same and you don't feel that like other or that kind of pressure to be different or mm-hmm. something and that's kind of something i've been focusing on too because obviously hannah i've had just a master class and hannah coming over mm-hmm. from europe and just sort of learning about america and mm-hmm. really having to make that switch to be like they're in a different position though is they didn't come over poor like they didn't Mm -hmm. come over like the typical like you have to they won the green card lottery have a great life in uh sweden their parents just bought a really amazing lake house that Mm -hmm. we're going to be staying at you know the whole nine like frozen the whole nine right so she came over here and the the, like the kind of shock to be like oh yeah no you can live on the street like you Mm -hmm. and i could both live on the street nobody's gonna give a fuck like you got to get to work i don't know what to tell you and her kind of flipping that to see how far she's came it's like really really super cool cool. but yeah yeah, man as far as like the immigrant dream that we were talking about earlier dude Mm -hmm. some of that stuff is outdated that be a doctor be a this you're like well fuck you got to go 250 Best case scenario, going two fifty k in debt, three hundred thousand in debt, yeah. the whole nine, right? Yeah. And then just to start at the bottom of this mountain that was unnecessary for you to build, you didn't. Nobody told you to do that. No, you it. just have this mountain that you're looking at, yeah. right? Yeah. And I get it. Like now, it's just be like, oh yeah, no, fuck that. But still have that pressure mm-hmm. because that's like the rhetoric and the narrative yeah. that was pushed towards mm-hmm. you because it was pushed towards them too yeah. as well. Yeah. That was like the cool shit to do. Yeah. That's almost if somebody was like, hey, you want to find a job? Go look in the newspaper you're like the fuck are you a newspaper you know it's just like yeah tell me about that yeah dude i mean you you hit it right on you hit the the nail right on the head man because i think i it was funny so in undergrad i did this paper in one of my classes where like i had to interview my parents about like how they grew up and like how their parents were to them that's awesome and it was literally the same thing where they were told you have to do this you have to do that and it's even more so like for me they know like kind of how you mentioned coming to america they kind of adapt to this culture a little bit so they're like a little more lenient, but for them it was like you're doing this, and there's no if ands or buts about it. Because mm-hmm. if you go against your parents back then, you get fucking disciplined. Yeah, and, and it's like it's unheard of almost to like talk back. Like I talk, I have a group. I was a stubborn motherfucker. Uh-huh. I would talk back to my parents and all that stuff. But if they tried that with their parents, like boom, like how many siblings? You have two sisters. I have two, two, one older sister, one older brother. So two siblings. So you're the baby. I'm the baby. Of family. They were wor- worn out by the time I they know, got right? to you. They were like, guys, just as long as we can get them, like yeah. not in jail. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, no, literally. But I think you definitely still do feel that pressure because I think a lot of the times they have their own pressures on them as parents, like from people in the community, because people talk I a feel lot. That. So they're like, oh, what's so-and-so's kid doing, kid doing, you know? And if they don't, I, I hear my parents will talk about other kids. I'm like, dude, he's still doing his shit. Like, yeah, him. chill on yeah. him, you know? So I think they definitely, like, have that pressure from the community. They have that pressure that stems from their own parents. But I think it's definitely shifting. Like, you see Nigerians doing a lot of other shit. Like, I see more Nigerians doing stuff other than being doctors, lawyers, and engineers now like see i have a friend he's, he has his own fashion thing going on i have another friend who's into uh well tech is obviously always going to be a big one a lot of nigerians are in tech uh-huh. but i have a lot of friends who are athletes you know so it's it's very cool it's very inspiring because like i want to be i'm you know in law school and stuff and i want to practice law but that's not the end all be all for me like i want to be a lawyer for 
a few years and branch out, do some business shit, my own shit. Yeah. So and that's one of those things that like even my mom was trying to push for me mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And the thing is, is I have such um, it's a it's a different type of mind that I have where yeah. it's um, it's not I cannot take ten questions and then you give me an exam. You have to give me the exam first. Like, just like in life, right? Mm. You don't study for anything in life and yeah. then get tested. And then that's the lesson, yeah. right? You get yeah. tested, tested hit with a, a some sort of a obstacle, mm-hmm. and then you're tested. Yeah. You pass or fail, and then you learn from it. That's how I've always done it. So I've just been super textbook ADHD, like mm-hmm. to the point where I can't even, I had, I think I had like three meetings today. I went to one of them. Like, right. well, these are admin meetings. So yeah. client meetings, I don't miss a fucking client right, meeting, right. but like admin shit. I'm like, Hey guys, like, I don't think you understand. You have 30 minutes. Like mm-hmm. you have two hours and it better be the newest, freshest fucking shit. Tell me everything that's going on in the market. Like what yeah. is going on? And then I'm bouncing. Cause, and then I used you. I was like, no, I got a podcast to do, man. <laughs> I can't be just sitting in this office all day. Like yeah. I, I got other shit going on. So hey, man, use me as much as you need to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So just sitting there like shooting, like people just shooting the shit, you know, mm. it's like, no, we got to fucking drive. Yeah, got, Let's yeah. get things going. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because you breaking it down. I actually had empathy for, I used to just talk a lot of shit, not just immigrants, just parents in mm-hmm. general, just like, oh, you're always put like, they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of realizing it, it really does come from a place of love. Even yeah. like your parents, 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 mm-hmm. it really does stem from a like, hey, I just want you to be quote unquote successful, yeah. be able to kind of take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. hopefully you do those first two things and then you'll end up with happy. Yeah. Whereas the narrative now is almost like, I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You start your business, right? If that's not what makes you happy, yeah, right? What's the point of doing all that if you truly, at the end of the day, like your goals aren't aligned with the work that you're putting in? Yeah. The fuck is the point of that, Mm -hmm. right? So that's kind of something that I'm thinking about. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely agree because on one hand, you have them like their their reasoning behind it is, okay, we want you to be happy. We want you to be successful, but they haven't seen those other things that you might want to do turn into success. Like, so they just are going on base with what they've seen, what they know. But the thing is, they don't also know everything. No one can yeah. know everything, especially if they're coming from one country to another one. You know, they're obviously like, I feel like a lot of times I teach my parents, like there's so many ways that the world works uh-huh. you know, that you guys might not know, which is fine. But like, just don't be stuck in your ways. Cause my thing about it, the way I look at life and stuff in general is just like, I try to be adaptable. Like if I'm in a situation or in an environment where like one thing might lead to success even if it even if it you know might not lead to success i think the fact that you go out there and you try to do it that's what's going to ultimately lead to you being happy because you know what works for you you know what you want to do you tried everything you don't have regret and then you can move forward knowing that that's like a new data point that you have like knowing that's off the board and like i want to do that i'm with that right there dude that's also like one of my favorite quotes is uh oftentimes the best ability is availability Mm -hmm. right like you don't got to be the best guy out there sometimes. You just got to be fucking present, <laughs> like yeah. in, in the right spot at the right at the time. Right time yeah. Hey, I'm here. Here we go. Like yeah. I've been waiting for my to my moment. Let's get out there and get after it. So Yeah, no, definitely. Dude, that stuff is awesome. Let's kind of take it down a couple notches. We came in swinging. Yeah, what you've been watching lately? Like what you've been getting into? You got a girlfriend? Um, No, I don't actually. Okay. I'm single right now. I was in my first relationship not too long ago, like about a year ago. That lasted a year. Um, but ever since law school, I kind of just been chilling, focusing on school. Um, 
But, you know, so there's no honeys in the law school, man. <laughs> Come on. There's got to be a few in there, right? Hey, you know, I've been a lot of drama in my law school. I find I keep finding myself because I've been told that I have like a flirtatious personality. Okay. So like, I'll just be talking to people and then they'll think that I'm flirting with them. Oh. And then that, that gets my ass in trouble, you know? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but now there, there, there's, there's maybe, you know, someone I've been talking to a little bit right now. You got to find um, your Michelle, man. I know. I need know? to find my Michelle Obama, man. Someone that's really going to hold it down. Yeah. But yeah. But um, shows that I've been watching, that's a good question. Oh, I just, um, what's the name of that show? This was a while ago, but I love Succession. I finished that. Okay. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. You haven't I seen think it? I, no, I just, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll start it today. I heard it's over recently, though, Yeah, right? I finished like over the summer. Okay. Yeah, but it's a really good show. And you're into finance, bro. So mm-hmm. you're well. I gotta ask it'll you about that go, too. Cause... It'll go either way, you know. Yeah, I think you'll like it. It's okay. a, it's a good show. Um, I've been I'm, a, I'm into anime and shit like that. Oh yeah. Oh, you're yeah. a weirdo, huh? Yeah, I'm a full weirdo. Hey, look, vanilla and chocolate shakes it in and out. Yeah. Anime. The whole. I can tell. So <laughs> breakdown. I I got a um a voice actress coming on too. Okay. Um, pretty soon. I think I'm trying to get her booked up. Get her in here like before the end of the year. But anime, I just I like Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's like the only anime. But I get I've been told like that's not real. That's like the the lower <laughs> entry point or whatever. But I mean, stuff start is somewhere. cool. Yeah, yeah, like break that down for me. Like, what is the appeal? What is the? I think not against it. I just no. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I'm I'm an anime nerd, man. The whole way I've been into that shit since I was like in elementary school. So I think growing up, Avatar was my shit. So I just like the whole. I like how like it's so unrealistic. Like you, can, it's like a vice for me. It's like I can just kind of go into this fantasy ass world oh, where okay. people have powers and shit. It's almost like people who are into like Marvel and stuff like that, yeah. like superheroes. So for me, it's just like, and it, and it, the thing, the funny part about anime is I think it's super corny. But if you like listen to it and watch it in Japanese. It takes away from the corniness because you're just trying to like understand that like like you're not even like carrying the corniness because it's a different language. I got you. You know what I mean. So I think that kind of helps me be able to you know stay in it despite how corny it could be sometimes. But I think it's just like it's just cool seeing like people like with powers and like I think this, they have some really good stories in there, man. You gotta watch it. If I, if I do give you some recommendations, I definitely recommend One Piece. It's super long. It's like a thousand episodes plus how long are how long is each episode like 20 minutes how long has this show been going on since since i was born 1999 oh geez yeah so it's as old as me that's They've why they've been putting in work been putting in, and it's only getting better dude i swear so i don't you know alex alex jen uh-huh that's my boy so he i got him into one piece and he caught up in like three months it, like I, <laughs> dude, once you started that i'm telling you there's no way that a show can go how on do you for, watch it so I watch it on this app called Crunchyroll. Okay. And they have a bunch of animes on there. I also read read the shit too. Okay. So the comic comes out before the show. All right. Let me write that down. I'm sure we'll circle back to that. We will. But we will. Have you gotten into any? Um, have you ever seen any Bollywood movies before? Bolly? No. I no. That's Indian, but I've seen yeah. Nollywood, and Nollywood's Nigerian. Oh really? And that shit's same even, thing. Same thing. It's even, but it's like the it's called Nollywood. Nollywood, bro. You gotta watch an Nollywood movie. I have some recommendations for that too. But the movies are hilarious. Have you seen that clip where it's like, why are you running? Yeah. That's an nice one. Dude, because I like stumbled across some Bollywood movies and because they have a whole section on Netflix. And yeah. I checked out like, have you, you got to see RRR. R-R-R. And dude, this dude, if you thought like 
he would whoop Superman's ass. He would whoop like uh, the Incredible Hulk. This dude no is way. legit. Like he he'd beat Batman for we sure. They man. got him out here like just grabbing tigers and lions. Like it's just a, a chihuahua. Just He's fighting off. people, and then it'll be like a fight scene, and then two seconds later it'll be like he'll just start dancing like on top of somebody's dead body, and they'll just, just start like da -da 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 -da. And yeah, and they're killing it. And I fuck with funny. it though. Like that's that made me want to go to India just off of that. I was like, I gotta go check this out. This stuff looks like they're, they're turning up. Over yeah, there. they do. They got a lot of people over there. Man. Hollywood, though I like that. I'm yeah. gonna have to find some stuff. I you definitely the Hollywood movies. Uh -huh. man, I'm telling you, <laughs> Hannah hates them. Hannah hates all like the real because I love how corny they are though. Yeah. To where I'm just like, what? And it's slow motion bullets like oh, getting. He's like pushing it with a finger <laughs> and he's like you know doing the Matrix and all yeah. that. I love it. Just super dramatized. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's entertaining though. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> so how as far as like school, what is the workload for a law student looking like? <laughs> Terrible. It actually it is a actually lot. It actually is a lot. Yeah. I thought like it was one of those things where people kind of just overhype it. And to be fair, like you get used to it and shit like that as you do with everything. But it def I've never worked like this much in school ever. Yeah. Like school always kind of like came naturally to me. Like I'm like I get the shit. Besides, I hate tests. Besides, so your point about like the exams mm -hmm. and like how you in life you get tested first before studying. I definitely agree with that because I don't I don't think tests are any ind indicator of like intelligence or anything like that. Um, but definitely in terms of workload, bro, like you just wake up, check your email, see like hopefully, you know, professor might email you about some shit or like you might have something that pops up and then, you know, you just have like so much writing, so much reading and it never really stops, bro. You just kind of like end up getting used to it. And that's kind of how it is. Like it prepares you for the profession because like this summer I was at a firm and these guys, they'd get off work like, you know, five, six, whatever PM, but they'll go home and they'll have to like check the computers every now and then. Uh -huh. and, you know, there's ebbs and flows. Like, you have some times where, like, you know, whatever you're doing as a lawyer is busy. If you're, like, in the middle of a case or, like, in the middle of a deal, you know, you'll... Like, my sister, she she practices law in New York. And during her deals, she's up to, like, 4 a.m. doing shit. That's crazy. And it just never... It's around the clock. And, then, you know, sometimes, like, if you have a client who's... If you're working in California, you have a client who's working, you know, in New York or a client who's based in Japan or some shit... Their th your 3 a.m. is their, like, you know, 10 a.m. So they're emailing you, and you're expected to respond to them in a timely manner. Uh -huh. So it's just, like, it's a 24-7 job sometimes. And then, you know, with school, like, you go from class, you got to study. Then you have another class. You got to study for that class. And you got to write a paper. And then you have, like, another paper. Then next thing you know, it's finals. And it's just, it's, it's all. But That's the a thing lot, is, man. It's a lot, but I... Def, you can definitely cut corners. Okay. There's there's definitely things where it's like okay, like you put it you put that on the back burner mm -hmm. because it's not graded or some shit like that or it's you know not that important. Especially I have a job already lined up, uh -huh. so it's less that's it's, chill it, it, yeah, too. Lower stakes for me definitely. That's nice too, especially when um like. <laughs> I had a job lined up. I, I knew I was going to be doing this job when I was 16. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, I was basically, they were just like, yeah, finish the school thing, and yeah. then we'll get you set up. But it does take a lot of pressure. Damn. <laughs> Big ass. That water jug Big over here. Jug. Sucking I'll it down. To, uh, <laughs> You're trying to be slick with I'll it. I'm trying though. to be so slick with this big ass <laughs> bottle. I'm like, I'm like, let me not fuck up the, the, ahead, the audio. We'll, go ahead. We'll wait. Let, let me take, yeah. Okay. <laughs> But as far as like law lawyers go, what type of law are you trying to practice? Like you're talking about this isn't your end all be all. Like I think it's a super 
a strategic move to become a lawyer, mm-hmm. figure out the game for, you know, three to five years or whatever, and then you're able to just have, like, a different perspective yeah. on the way that the business world works. Exactly. And that's a lens that's just, like, vital almost to anything. Definitely. It just puts you so far ahead of the game. Definitely. Huh? Yeah. I mean... So what are you... What kind? Is it, like, corporate law? Is it, like, uh, accident stuff? Like, I don't know shit about law. Dude. So, yeah, no, definitely. It's a good question. So I think going... I, you know, as soon as I finish law school, the firm I'll be at, I'll do corporate law. Cool. So, like, private equity, investment funds, mergers and acquisitions, that that. type of stuff. But eventually, like, my main goal is to be in entertainment and sports. So, if I could go to this firm for, like, a year or two, do that corporate stuff, and then transfer to another firm that focuses on, like, licensing for, like, sports. Oh, for, like, the industry, huh? Or entertainment. Entertainment, yeah, like, TV deals, shit like that. And ultimately, my my big goal is to like maybe work for a sports agency, so like athlete representation, okay, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so I definitely think like, bro, if you if you hear that someone's a lawyer, like you automatically look at them like, oh, they know what they're doing, they know what they're talking about, it's credible. Yeah. So I think that aspect of it opens up so many doors in terms of job opportunities, who you meet, your network, and then you also, um, like you said, get a different perspective when it comes to the business side because a lot of people who are in business think about like. Their main goal is money, right? Yeah. But lawyers, they look at like, okay, it's just complying with like the regulations and the laws and stuff. What is the risk that's behind this deal that you're making? You know, stuff like that. So I think uh, you definitely get that level of expertise that might not be obtainable as easily if you're not in law school or if you don't work at a law firm for some years. So yeah, it's definitely dude, that's avenue. dope. It's kind of funny too because you brought up money. Um, I'm such a greedy little pig. Sometimes <laughs> I'm the youngest guy. Oh, I'm the youngest guy at my office, right? And there's probably like 80, you know, 80 professionals in there, right? And Mm -hmm. you know, when you get into a crowd, everybody gets very sheepish. Yeah. I like, that's my biggest pet peeve. That's why I've always sort of just tried to abstain from like being in that. I can't be in the move. I have to be off to the side because I know I'm going to exit soon. So like, there's no point, but it'll be just some basic ass questions of like, why'd you guys show up to work today? And I'll just... I'm trying to get paid. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm here. I'm, there's yeah. some big, like, philosophical, yeah. like, oh, I love this and I love that. No, I'm just so passionate about just, you know, like, insurances and investments no. and this and that. And it's funny because especially now you have your answers that you have to have, you know, with your clients with that and stuff. Yeah. And I do like people and I do care about what I do. It's super interesting and fun. Yeah. However, when you're in a room with people that are all lawyers, mm-hmm. give give me the real answer here. Like, what are you doing here? Why'd you take that client? on it was a thick commission i'm not gonna lie like you know dude was dude was an asshole but like it it was a good one we'll we'll continue working forward and then you also have the ones of like well it was light well i liked her i liked the lady she was really nice this and that like so i took extra time so it's just cool like but i like being the guy who is unwilling to say things like that like i'm very transparent what i do if i like there's a reason well why'd you do that i just didn't want to do it like i was a little late today well why were you late i didn't have a chair or whatever i was like drop the ball on like scheduling you know i just it was a weird one this morning sometimes it happens right like you're late you're late sorry like that's all i can say i can't go back in time i'm not gonna give you an excuse i don't have an excuse i was just fucking late late. (laughs) no i like that i like i respect that because a lot of people i feel like in law school bro a lot of people act super self-righteous yeah you know what i mean like oh i'm doing this and it's funny because when i came in there my first year you ask people, like, oh, why'd you come to law school? Because that's just a general, like, question you ask people when you meet them and shit. And they're like, oh, because, like, 
I want to help people and like change the world and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool and all. Like I obviously like tell people too, you know, I'm gonna definitely give back to my community. But if I told you I'm coming to law school to change the world, that's <laughs> that's cap, and you know that's cap. Yeah. You came here because law will give you a good ass salary. Yeah, you know, once you graduate. And I think, um, you know, you have people who like just are unrealistic about certain things, but. I, so that's why I appreciate, you know. Yeah, no, say, but but the thing that. is, is I believe you can do both. Yeah, you definitely. That's can the thing do both. is, we're in such a like a divisive. You can core. like money and like helping people. Yeah, you just have to find something that's your passion. Mm-hmm. For example, I'm really passionate about podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can podcast and still do other things, and still work out, and still have a relate. You know, exactly. things like that. It's just like weird for people to be thinking like that that's not how i think anyways like yeah. i just think give me more and then we'll just manage it accordingly but like what type of family do you see yourself having do you have any ideas or that like anything you want a big family little family yeah have you, do you like do you even want to be a dad like do you ever think about stuff like that i do you know i, I think about that a lot actually yeah i because it's a it's a it's a tricky question like Ideally, I want to be a dad and have a family, probably like three kids. You want to stay in SoCal? Either SoCal, either... I've never been to Houston, but I want to check out Houston. Okay. Because I've heard good things, but I I do love D.C. Oh, really? I love D.C. What do you love about D.C.? It's, It's like... Have you been to New York? I have not yet. So it's like New York, but more calm. Okay. And then more cultured. So you have like... Well, I, I want to say more culture than New York because I think New York probably is, has the most diverse, less commercial, like less commercialized. Less I think commercialized, that's what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, D, so DC's dope, and then like it's so walkable too. Oh. I love like a walkable city. You know, I was there for this one conference over this this past summer, and my flight got delayed like a day or two. So I just spent the whole like, the whole time by myself. <laughs> that's just... not a delay. That's a fucking cancellation. <laughs> <Yeah. all right? laughs> a two day yeah. delay. <laughs> Yeah, that was a whole rescheduling of my flight. Yeah, um, you're on a different <laughs> trip at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went from a conference to like a a little vacation. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I was just, dude. I was walking around just like I went to see the White House. Went to like a few museums. Like went to bars and like restaurants by myself. A little solo action. That's what's up. And DC was just dope, man. It was good vibes. It was humid as shit though, but um, I really liked it. But I think I think SoCal is just hard to be hard to beat, bro. You, can't, you know, you can't beat it. With can't beat the it. Weather, you know, people. Um, it's probably more likely that I'll find my wife out here too, the way these women be looking. Yeah, but, there you go. But um, no, I love SoCal, bro. And there's so many different parts of SoCal too that make it so attractive. You have San Diego, you have Long Beach, which kind of reminds me of San Diego a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that's like pause. That's why I'm building the roots right there. Oh, take that wire that's on your left uh, neck right there and just kind of wrap, wrap it around your shoulder. Let uh, it hang. That way we don't get any like feedback or anything. Yeah, there you go. Just perfect right there. Long Beach. It's we're 30, 45 minutes away from downtown, and then we're 30, 45 minutes away from uh, Orange, County, Orange County. So I'm still able to navigate both yeah. worlds. And it's kind of a mashup to where yeah. it is LA and it is Orange County. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's, it's a perfect cool description. Vibes. Yeah, I like SD. I mean Long Beach, yeah. And I have to be uh, by the water. Yeah, like it's one water. of those things where if you put me, let's say, in Nebraska. I won't be even a third as good as I am today yeah. right now. Yeah. It's just, it keeps me motivated. There's yeah. something about it to where when I look out and I go like, oh, it's damn near endless. Mm-hmm. Like you got, you, you hit Japan. That's yeah. basically yeah. when you look off yeah. the coast of Cali, you're like, 
that's the only other thing, yeah. you know? So it's just super, like... It makes your world feel bigger, it almost. Does. It does. You know? It really keeps me centered and grounded. I think some people look up at the sky. Mm. I don't really give a fuck about the sky. <laughs> like, I like looking at massive bodies of water, not lakes. Lakes don't do it for me. Because yeah. I, I look at that, and I'm like, I could swim across like it. Swim like, across. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. But an ocean, I'm like, oh, no, you'll die. Like, it, it's it's real. <laughs> I almost died in the ocean, bro. Oh, recently or what? In high school. What happened? Dude, we were all, it was after football. Whenever, you know, he, we went to the beach. I stuff. drove, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. Dude, it was like a 10 minute run. <laughs> no, I drove. Because I knew at the end I wasn't going to want to go back. That's, I was going to be tired. Fair. I was going to walk to my car. And I was before the time of Ubers and Lyft. Yeah. And so, dude, we went to the beach, man, and we were just jumping the waves and all that. It was, you know, the whole football Can you guys. swim? I can, but, like, so the thing is, it was a riptide that day. Okay. And I'm, I can swim in a pool. I can swim in the ocean. But if there's a riptide, if there's a current going against me, yeah. I'm just a man, bro. I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't go against the ocean. So we were jumping waves. And I turn around. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where's everybody at? And at this point, like, next thing you know, I can't touch the, the ground anymore. So uh-huh. I start kind of panicking. And I'm getting pulled out further and further. And like, I'm not like screaming. I'm not like, you know, freaking out like that. But like, I'm just like silently panicking and like no one's around me. And I'm just like not touching the floor. And then I'm like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. This is it. Cause like. You're such a pussy. <laughs> I'm going I'm to die. Like, I'm like, I'm going to die right here. Like, this is it. And the next thing you know, my buddy Kyle, you know Kyle, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like behind me. He like guides me to shore. And oh I'm my like, God. I get to the shore. I'm like coughing up water. Oh man. It's funny. The beach can be serious, dude. dude but yeah. like, but one. The ocean's powerful, bro. It is. But here's the thing is I used to work out on the water, like from here to Catalina. Uh-huh. That was my job. So sometimes like my job was basically I worked for the jet ski tour company over there. Oh, shit. And um, if we had a guest that would like if it breaks down my mm-hmm. job, like if your ski broke down, I'd have to give you my jet ski, take your crappy one. Either f- everybody would leave you too, <laughs> out in the middle, of, you know, 10, 15 miles off the yeah. coast. And uh, either I would have to fix it and get it started or i'd wait for the coast guard to come get you but you'd have to wait like three four hours sometimes and just float out there i got yeah just float out there and like do your thing but do people freak out uh no not the dudes who work there you're but but like the person who oh yeah my god dude i've had sheriff guys i had a sheriff um in orange county have a panic attack with me in this cave and the obviously there's like barnacles and you're not supposed to touch the rocks it's like hey don't touch the rocks and you get like germs or something? Like, no, you'll just cut, you'll cut uh, yourself. Uh, Their rocks are sharp. You'll oh, yeah. fuck, droom, and it, you like, you just rip your hand. Damn. And, um, you know, I tell people I'm taking them through this cave or whatever, like having a good time. And he's the last one. And he like had a, he got stuck in the kelp forest, stuck air quotes. He was swimming through it. Everybody else swam through it. You're fine. Yeah. And then he just started flipping out. He thought it was like sinking with him. But here's the thing is they float. Like they have uh, air. You yeah. never like, how yeah. is it yeah. pulling you down if it floats? It's actually a floaty. Like you yeah. could go in there and like, <laughs> lay on it if you needed to and he's like help help me oh my god it's pulling me it's pulling me and i'm looking at him and then he's like we're the same distance because yeah. i'm not gonna let him grab me obviously because then like there's an issue and mm. i'm not trying to die with you yeah and um, get pulled down the, to the like the pain in his eyes was like it was a little kid like you've seen that fear with little kids yeah. when they're like a dog comes a and like, oh. yeah. yeah he was like a grown-ass man in his 40s it was just like oh and then he so, starts ripping up the walls and he oh. cut his uh forearms 
and was like trying to rip up it and i was like hey sir you got to calm down and he yeah. tried to like grab towards me i was like we're not gonna do yeah, that right? yeah, i'll put you i'll put you down in this yeah, water yeah, all right calm up. down yeah. so he finally was able to like get out there and then he was like he just had a panic attack it was just me and him in that cave Dude, that's, that's nice. and we got out there and the funny part was he got to his homeboys and he was like yeah guys it was just like he made up this story about like, how, he he got got to, how he fought a shark and got cuts on he his was about to cry in there <laughs> like so it was funny, bad yeah. and then it was even funnier because when we got to land i still heard him reiterating like guys yeah it was crazy like this happened this happened i was like yeah bro it's sure honestly i can't even blame him that's so embarrassing like at your grown age yeah it's one of those things dude but people would come out there and can't swim like it'd be like a dad with two kids and the dad couldn't swim and i'm like this is terrible leadership on your point right now like common sense come on now and then would wait till we're like 10 miles off the coast to be like to tell you by the way hey by the way i can't swim the fuck if you're bringing your kids out here like you expect someone else to save them Uh if something goes wrong exactly that's nuts yeah i did see a video on twitter about this this dad, he was with his kids at a at a water park, and he literally couldn't swim, and that lifeguard had to come and save him oh, in front of man. his kids, in front of everyone. Oh, man. I was like, dude. And he's just got, all he's got to do is stand up. Hey, no, okay, so time out. I have, the only time I've almost drowned is in a wave pool at really? Wet n' Wild. That's the only time. Really? I'm mean on the ocean. You could pull me out there, and I'll, I'll be all right. Uh, there's a break wall out there. There's a break wall do you half surf? a mile out there. I can. I'm yeah. not, you know, I need more practice. Yeah. Hannah's better than yeah. I am. But um, yeah, I want, definitely want to get more into surfing. But just like I'm a really strong swimmer. What's a break wall? Oh. <laughs> so you you know those cranes that are over there, right? So I'll show you after this. Yeah. There's Terminal Island oh, over there. Oh, like the oil rig. No, no, no. The fucking Terminal Island is responsible for 45, I think, percent of all the GDP that comes through the United States of America. So right there is billions, trillions of dollars that comes through of just products. Anything you order from China, anything from anywhere in Asia, Australia, whatever, it comes in there. So have you, like... Dude, San Pedro. Like, when you uh, drive okay, over yeah, that okay, bridge, dude, okay. you see the million yeah. fucking crates that are out there. Yeah. So the whole reason Long Beach was built is because, and there's the reason there's no big waves here, yeah. there's a break wall that's out there that's about mm. two miles long, I would say. Yeah. So that's why there's no massive waves in there. Interesting. So okay. that those carriers can float out there with no issues. But, dude, every day carriers come in. That's yeah. the most dangerous port probably top three in the world because carriers are just coming through there all day getting unloaded loaded stuff like that but um if something happens like you got to understand that you swim out just go out i don't recommend this to anybody who's like weak or anything but no if i get taken out fucking get out there Uh like just go and then you're good you can swim around it like if i was in hermosa getting pulled out i'd be like oh fuck it just go which way is it going all right i'll swim to manhattan and then just like bang it out and then you'll end up fine like It's if just, you just like swim perpendicular type shit to the shore. Yeah, man. Just get out there. And then okay. don't trust the fucking lifeguards. They don't know shit. Like they're pussies too. Like <laughs> just get out there and you gotta will your way. But if you get tired and drown, that's on you. All right. That, don't take ventures <laughs> advice then. You gotta be I'm really haunting, in I'm it. haunting your no, ass. You, you gotta be really Venture <laughs> <laughs> told me to just fucking go to the break wall. Hey, what if I'm the way now? like ghosts work is where you died, you had to stay out there in the water <laughs> so you can't even come onto the beach I'm anymore? Just like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. I'd be so pissed. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, but you can like just get out of the situation and then like the current will loosen up and then you just swim around it and you'll be all right. But where there's a will, there's a way, brother. Yeah, people don't think about that. But back to what we were talking about, about like being a dad, it's all I want. Yeah. Like it's honestly pretty much all I want. Like if I could have You'd be a good dad. Seven. I have good dad energy. You do have like like that you've cool dad energy, like Nike dry fit. 
wearing yeah. that energy. You uh-huh. know what I, mean? I, I appreciate that. And I think the thing is, is like, I think I'm a dad that's just like, I've even told Hannah, I was like, hey, if you pop out like a bunch of boys, you don't understand this house is going to be upside down. Like <laughs> we're having sticks of dynamite laying around. So like you we're are, just, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the number? Like, what's just the, send what? it. Oh, dude, if honestly, if I could have like seven girls that are just like Hannah, I would. Like if I could just snap my fingers, I'd have as many as I can. So there's no like limit. No, that's why I work so fucking hard is because I understand I'm trying to have like seven kids in SoCal. A bunch of ventures, little ventures and Hannah's running Yeah, so I was like, that's a bill. So obviously we got to get things going and stuff. That's a lot. Like the average price of like, not price, but cost of living of like having a kid is like damn near a million. It's wild. Yep, it's wild. So, but I mean, the way I look at it too is I also don't use the word like expensive Mm. here in SoCal. I use the word competitive. Mm. Like, because I like that because... There's a difference we're not in Houston. Houston's yeah. cool and stuff. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's Texas. You know, mm. if you're a homebody, you never want to leave home. That's yeah. cool. But yeah. at the end of the day, you got to like whenever I Hannah maybe complains, or I complain about the rent being due or whatever. Like I understand that for the price that I pay here, I could have a four bedroom house yeah. with a yard for Kino. Yeah. And, you know, like yeah. like yeah. probably cheaper too yeah. in some yeah. areas. But sure. look what I got. We got the water. The water. You know what I mean? We got this. We have people. We have diversity. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing I'm after. Is just yeah. I like being around creative minds, different mm. backgrounds. Like because uh, yeah, the people that you'll see in those areas, yeah, it ain't it ain't. You're it. not gonna build nothing with them. You know? What Hell I mean? no. And yeah. it also gets a little closed minded too, yeah. to where it's like this is what our town needs. So this is what everybody in the world needs. And yeah. it's like, no, man, we have our own little world, literally just in yeah. L.A. Like yeah. you'll find every. Every part of the globe is represented here in Los Angeles yeah. in some form or fashion. That's, that's crazy. Dude, right. I mean, I've met people literally who have told me they've never seen the beach before. Oh, I'm, here in... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like just inland. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, what? Yeah. Like, you've never seen the water. Like, that's my just, uncle, we take it for granted. My almost. uncle's never... He lives in Montana. Um, What's his nickname? I think his name is... His nickname is... Uh, Big country. Big I think that's what they call him because he just has never seen the ocean before. And he's been saying it since I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there. I'm like, bro, it's a plane ticket away. Yeah. He just never. I'm even here. Like, yeah. I'll show you the ocean. And yeah. every, I was like, I see it every day. Every day. But he, wow, it's amazing. I would just love to see yeah. it. I love to see him. Like, bro. But some people just don't travel. And, like, that's the main kind of thing that that's I want to do. Yeah, it's like I don't. Bank accounts are nice, but I heard Trevor Noah be like, hey, I want the most stamps in my passport. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that shit's dope. That like, you just want to go around and travel. Yeah. So, I mean, because the money will come back. Yeah. You know, you'll make that shit back. So, like, I plan to just, whether it's solo trips or I go with my boys, I want to see everything. Bro. Yeah. I want to see the world. Oh, 100%. I want to see the world so bad. And the cool part that I love doing is, like, I've been in Europe a lot uh, recently just with you know hannah and stuff like that yeah. and the connections that we're able to build dude the coolest thing my favorite thing is we have um hannah has a new friend from the exchange program oh, okay and we just like we just went to catalina with them and like really? we've been hanging out and kicking yeah, yeah, it yeah. but they live in stockholm sweden so that's oh, the shit. other part hannah's from the west coast stockholm's on the east coast uh-huh. but now we have like a new place to stay yeah. whenever you go yeah. i would love to just be like hey we're going to tokyo or something and yeah. we're like hey let's go stay that's on with my list like, by the way yeah tokyo, tokyo would be dope. Is on my list mm-hmm. yeah. like let's go stay with you know my homeboy pang lee or whatever <laughs> and like he's getting down and he's like hell yeah come over because yeah. like i love hosting people 
whenever people come over, like, I don't expect anybody to bring anything. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to, honestly, if someone's like, oh, what should I bring? I understand you're saying it to be nice, but it, like, it does piss me off. I'm like, don't bring, <laughs> if you want to fucking do it, you'll do it then, all right? Yeah, but like, yeah. the reason I do everything is that when I do go to your house or whatever, yeah. I don't do a fucking thing. I just want to show up and yeah. be like, where's the food? Cool. All right, let's yeah, hang out. Yeah, like, that's yeah. how it's supposed to be. That is how it's supposed to be. Just vibes. But traveling, man, like, where would you go? If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Tokyo's on my list, but I don't know if that's, like, my number one spot. I think right now, probably uh, the Caribbean. Oh, the Caribbean would like be nice. Like, the Bahamas. I want to see that tropical, like, because I was, I was just in Europe last summer, um, so I think I got a little taste. Obviously, there's so much more to see, but, mm -hmm. like, I think I do want that tropical like my brother he was in the bahamas he said like you never see water that clear oh that's and, like, nice it's just you see like you're in the water you see these type of fishes that are just like neon and like all these crazy colors and it's just like it's an experience that i feel like you can't ever like looking at a picture doesn't do it justice yeah you know so i think and they got the good food out there too so. i'm with that dude yeah. so weather is 100 yeah. my thing and I, I have this dream that I haven't even talked about on the pod yet, actually. I've been following these guys on YouTube, Sailing La Vagabond. I don't know if you watch, you were busy watching anime, but I love... I do watch YouTube a lot, though. My favorite thing to watch on YouTube is just, like, vlogs. Mm. Like, I love travel vlogs. Even Hannah, um, like, I'll be, we'll be watching, like, Girls Shop or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, hell yeah, get yeah, off. Yeah. I see you, Chelsea. <laughs> like, what you get? Oh, you got all of that for $19.99? Uh, like, shit. damn. Like, I'm into it. I will get one free. <laughs> exactly. She's like, these are the deals I got. Like, haul videos. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. really sitting there with her, like, all right, I see you. But um, Sailing La Vagabond, they have this, like, 60-foot catamaran sailboat. Oh, and they travel all around the world. They cross the Atlantic in really? this thing. Like, yeah, they're, like, really professional sailors. Yeah. But I think once you're like 55, 60 foot, which it's a big boat, it's, it's yeah. like a yacht, dude. Yeah. Anything bigger than that, you can't solo sail. But uh, like, with a, you need like a legit a crew. crew. Yeah. I don't want a crew. I just want like me and yeah. then maybe a couple kids as the crew yeah. and be like, yeah. hey, go fucking swing that sail yeah. out or whatever. But my boss had one at like the last job that I worked. And um, they're fucking dope, dude. Like, yeah. so that's honestly one of my dreams is to be like to have like a house in SoCal, even Naples over here. Have you ever, you've been over to Naples Island before, man? No. Oh, dude, it's nice. We got to check it out there one time. It's yeah, surrounded down. by water, dude. The cheapest house over there is like fucking $3 million, <laughs> like something like that. It's, really, it Naples it's basically the Strand, yeah. you know, in Hermosa. Yeah. And um, each one of those houses, like on the water, has its own little port yeah. where you can pull a boat up oh, and shit. then just like you hit the the, the brake wall right yeah. here and then yeah. you just get out just there in open water. Yeah. Like, that's so chill because that's kind of a dream of mine that I didn't even know I had. Yeah. Because I always thought I was like a speed guy, like a mode. I want yeah. the biggest speed, but yeah. they does room, 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 room. Yeah. And I gotta have that all engine. that power. Yeah. And then I realized I was started seeing these videos and like even noticing a lot more of the sailboats around here. All right, I'll pick yeah. that up. But as far as decorating in here, dude, I have zero agency over anything that gets done. Yeah, that's nothing. You think I have candles? You think I've ever bought a candle in my life? I have candles. Oh, yeah. All right, Can man. I love, like, scents and shit like that. Okay. I'm a scent guy. I got If I'm in a room, it has to smell good. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, man. I'm also, just... okay, look. Also, it's good for ambiance. Like, I love lighting and shit like that, too. Oh, I'm, like, light sensitive, but I'm not sound sensitive. Uh. So, if, like, let's say it's early in the morning, you cut those lights on, like, I'm really, like, yeah. god damn, turn that shit Like, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather take a piss in the dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, Dude, like... No, say I and, swear to God. And then just like, <laughs> then turn that goddamn light on. 
or also I think it also is from my parents of like, yeah. who the fuck left this light? Yeah. So now I just, yeah. I leave lights off and then yeah. it's just kind of a funny thing. But as far as like sailing, dude, mm. uh, instead of the motorboat, everything's so chaotic. Things get are getting like more and more hectic. I'm getting more larger yeah. workload here. It would be awesome to have the idea to just be like, oh yeah, you can only sail like six miles an hour, you know, like yeah. seven miles an hour, just like cruising just cruise, around. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's my dream. Dude, honestly. you gotta come out to uh, the to Newport. Yeah, you get a Duffy, mm-hmm. just sail around. I got it for my friend's birthday. We were just going the to electric the ones, dude. The Duffy boats are right here in the harbor they got, too. Uh, shit, there yeah. you go, man. Yeah, man. Long Beach. I'm telling you, Long Beach is it's literally OC in, in LA. Yeah. Mix. it's combined. The yeah. same, same, same. You know, yeah. Newport's cool. It's got a, I have to spend more time in Newport. It's mm. just, if I'm going to go beach town, I'm probably going to go Hermosa. Hermosa. You know, we have the South Bay and there's just, the roots are so deep there yeah, that it's like, that's, true. that's what I got to do. But like, if I'm getting out of Long Beach, I usually go there or just Huntington. Huntington, Like yeah. Huntington's, Huntington's so down. close. Yeah. And How far has, are you from Huntington? It's like 15. Yeah. Huntington's probably like 20 minutes. 15, Depends 20. on the traffic. So if yeah. you take PCH though, all the way down, you'll be there in 20 minutes. So it's a nice little drive. Yeah, we like yeah. the uh, the dog beach that's down there, Huntington. Oh uh, yeah. What kind of dog do you have? We've a Kino boy. He's a Belgian Malinois. He's two. Belgian Malinois. Yeah. So he's crazy. He'll be here in about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. you'll help. like him. Yeah, I want to meet him. Yeah, he's. I, I used to be scared of dogs, but I love dogs. Yeah. So, yeah. We can get you on the bite sleeve if you want. We can go over there to the park, and he he'll he'll get in that ass. Yeah. That's one hundred percent. If that's basically, we should change Kino's name to just I get in that ass. I get in that that's ass. pretty much what he does. <laughs> Yeah, no, Kino, he's, um, his job is security around the house and to put a five-foot bubble around Hannah that is impossible to, to, penetrate. to penetrate. So that's what he does. When Hannah's walking down one side of the street, people have to go to the other side of the street, uh, according to Kino. It's a non-negotiable of his. So that's how he operates. Just patrolling and, a personal bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's what he does. He came like that, though, dude. He was like 11 pounds, and he didn't want anyone picking him up. He didn't yeah. want anything like that. But... So, I love dogs. Yeah. But he's a lot of fucking work, man. So yeah. it's like. I see you and Dame. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Fendi, Fendi girl is love really Fendi. good too. Yeah. yeah. They like each other. He's, Do they? Um, yeah. Because it's one of those things where if you if it's a boy dog that has his ball, because Kino has his nuts, uh-huh. but he's independent. Kino's like a Navy SEAL. Mm. Like he doesn't subscribe to any rules or hierarchies. He's yeah. just like, hey, here's a job. We need you on the low to go get it done. Yeah. We don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah. Come back when it's done. <laughs> And um, other dogs don't like that. So, yeah. like, he Kino's not, he doesn't fight dogs. He doesn't do anything like that. But if they do start something, Kino's yeah. no issue, He'll you finish know, it. finishing it back. And it's one of those things where it'll be like a lab or a golden retriever that comes up and they don't understand. Like, once he flips that switch, it's so much more work. Than, it, he's yeah. a cage fighter. Like, yeah. instead of like if you walked in the bar, it was like, hey, bit. And then, you know, <laughs> just like woke up all of a sudden. Yeah. You're like, that's not the guy you should have called a bitch, yeah. you know? That's so, Kino right there. Yeah, that's Kino. But it's in his personality. Like, when you look in his eyes, you see something else is going on yeah. where it's not aggressive it's just like what the fuck are you doing yeah i can't what's your last name yeah okay where are you from right now yeah. what law school you what say law? you were at all right yeah let me get your what student you id from? number Long Beach, you said? <laughs> exactly yeah. so it's just he's always watching and that's cool man. we love him but i talk about kino too much on this damn show he's uh He's on the little, he's in the middle of this, the cover art, too, if you <laughs> see. He's our mascot for the show. Oh, that's cool. I got to check that out. You got any dogs? I don't. I don't. What's I your favorite dog? My favorite dog. I love, it's funny because Dame has this dog, but I love Dobermans. Dobermans, I yeah. I love Doberman pinchers. Yeah, you definitely got to talk to him if you're ever going to get a Doby. I've had uh, two Dobies in my life growing up, really? too. Really? good dogs. The only issue is a that. A lot of work, though. A lot of work. Um, yeah. 
compared to Kino, it's a like it's a manageable amount of work. Because yeah. the thing is, is if you take like a you you think he's like a German Shepherd, dude. The Melanois, it's like uh, like if I gave you, I use this analogy all the time too. Is if I gave you my sports car, you'd be able to drive it. You'd yeah. get somewhere. Like, but if I gave you a plane, that's what Kino is. Really? Like if I gave you the leash of Kino, you're like, I don't know how to start this thing. Yeah. I don't know how to do it because he just operates differently and like really? he does things so quick and he's so powerful yeah. that like. That's what he does. Is but, that Kino? Is that a Kino thing or is that like the breed? Oh, that's thing? everything. If you get a good one. Yeah. yeah they're designed. Uh, Belgian Melanois got Osama Bin Laden. Really? That's what that's what the SEAL team used yeah. to get him? Mel- you want a Belgian Melanois for one thing and one thing only is to get in that ass. Yeah, Kino will take the bicep off your arm. And then here's the thing though is that's why you, I got I to gotta get you on the sleeve, man. Because I'm you scared, think, bro. Yeah, but here's the thing is you get you honestly do get a respect for Melanois. Dogs mm. are cool, but this dog does something else to where you the the fast twitch muscles that he has and his little fibers, he does things and your brain doesn't process it until it's already done. He's so fast, dude, really? to the point where like he'll hit a quick double move and you'll be like, Oh shit. Like it's one of the things where if he got so he'd you fuck me up. Oh, he'd fuck anybody up. Like it's the thing if one he'd fuck me up. Dude, I told you I'm two twenty and he'll throw me on the ground. He's only sixty pounds, but yeah. he's coming at thirty miles an hour. So yeah. the centripetal force once yeah. he gets your arm, he just swings it and he'll just put you right on the ground Damn. but it but people have think they have a plan mm-hmm. when you're fighting a dog like yeah. if you're running from the cops and they have a german shepherd you'll probably get away mm-hmm. honestly they're gonna chase you about uh, two blocks probably like a good german shepherd will be like all right fuck that he's got away a melanois is going from here to sacramento like they're just go 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 so it's like you see him bring out a mouth it's a wrap like just all right good german shepherd if i saw one i'd be like yeah i could hop a couple fences this yeah. Kino's like no i'm getting in everything like yeah. it doesn't matter but the cool part about him is like you think you'll be like okay I'll give up the arm and then I think I can fuck him up with this arm. But yeah. the thing is, is he's so quick he's gonna get that arm and then you're gonna try to hit and he's already gonna switch on to the other arm and then you're gonna try to get it and he's gonna switch again and yeah. it's just one of those things where like it's so it's the Looney Tunes the mm. Tasmanian Devil yeah. he fuck you you can't get it you, you just it, yeah. I've only been able to pin Kino two times his whole life and I wrestle with him every day like yeah. I legit and fucking trying to figure out how the hell do I get this dog he gets out every single time he wiggles he just he does things That's nuts, he's bro. like defying gravity it's so weird That's but. crazy cuz I mean I, bro, I think about it often cuz like sometimes you see a dog and like in your like uh, in your mind like as like a Testosterone, yeah. all this testosterone in my fucking body. I'm like, can I fuck that dog up? Like, yeah. if it attacked me, and I'm like, probably, you know, if I get a good kick in or something, yeah. not that I'm not walking around thinking about fucking yeah. dogs. Up. I mean, most but, dogs you can though. I'm being honest with you. Like yeah. most dogs, you probably could, but not this one. Cause I, no, cause I've, <laughs> I've heard some shit about. I've heard that most police use melanois, yeah, not melanois instead of shepherd, German yeah. shepherds. Yeah, so That's they're crazy. just like they took the dog and they're like, let's make it fucking crazier, and they're like, all right, cool, but. He's so fun. He's always ready to party, though, too. Like, yeah. he's the biggest party animal that's like, fuck yeah. And then he takes it too far. And that's mm. where it's like, you play with him, you play with him. And then, like, dude, maybe like six months ago, he almost got the tip of my dick off. Like, really? he legit was like, luckily, like my, I don't know about you, but I got a left swinging dick, <laughs> right? So it's, I hang to the left. Yeah. Luckily, this time it was hanging to the right, all right? Yeah. And I had his toy a little bit too luckily. close to my junk. Yeah. And he got, like, I have a scar right here oh, in shit. my thing because his canine went right Damn. into my so he area. He took your... yeah, I screamed. I screamed. I was like, oh, like, I never usually scream, but yeah. I legit was like, ah! Like, and he let go and he's like, yeah, I told you yeah, not those, to be fucking with those me. Those seven kids you wanted to have were, <laughs> yeah. was almost no more. Bro. Almost gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah but That's dude. Like, well, I'm not putting his toy anywhere near my fucking No, thing. not at yeah. all. 
but it's definitely an experience. Um, Damon came on and he got thrown around a little bit and he loved it. It was yeah. a good time. It's just like you think size wise, like him and Fendi are so different. Fendi girls so lovable and she's so nice. And yeah. she'll get in there if she like absolutely has to. Yeah, yeah. Kino wants to. He's like, he he want leave the door open tonight. Like that's what I say. I'd be like, please leave the door wide the fuck open. Yeah. All right. Like I want someone to come in here. But yeah, dogs are the best, dude. That's like, crazy. Yeah, man's best friend for real. That's my thing. Like my my experience with dogs has always been has always been like my friends have dogs. So like mm-hmm. that's how I get my dog, you know, time. But yeah, I definitely want one. Yeah, no. Even when like we don't even have to sleeve up, we could just probably because I'm gonna have to take him to workout right after this when we get done recording. Yeah. If he gets on the water, dude, he'll swim to Catalina too. Really? Yeah, he'll fucking like if I throw, he'll chase a ball through a fire. Like, if I was ever in a fire, dude, I don't want a firefighter. I don't want nothing. Please send Kino you know, in because he'll get in there quick, yeah. you know, and be like, hey, we got to fucking hot in go. here. Let's yeah. go, man. Like, get up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just dogs. I love dogs and just being by the coast. That's really all I need in life is, like, a good animal and mm-hmm. a good place to live. Yeah. And you can build anything, you know? I like that. Simple yeah. man right there. Yeah, simple. And, dude, that's kind of... Dude, even though the time that we're going into, the amount of opportunity, like, is that something? Where's your head at with that? Do you really feel like you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to? Because I believe, I feel so fortunate that we live in the time that we live in and we have all these opportunities in front of us to where it's like, I don't get it when people are like, oh, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Or I just don't know what to do. I'm yeah. like, you could do anything you fucking want. What do you mean you don't know what to do? Bro, what can, are you passionate about? You can make money fucking sitting down on your ass. Yeah. Like, nowadays, bro. So that. Live that whole thing. like even bro the quarantine showed me that because during quarantine, I was like bro there's so many ways to make money uh-huh. by staying at home. I was making money staying at home. I was doing like well I had EDD so, uh-huh. so I was making money with EDD. Uh-huh. But like I do think we're in a time you know we're blessed that there's so many opportunities here, bro. And obviously like yeah like you need you have to be in a certain position financially and like, bring that mic closer to you. Oh yeah. You have to be in a certain position financially and, like, you know, within a good environment to the point where, like, you can have those opportunities be presented to you. But I do think, like, it's out there for the taking nowadays. Because, like, whether it's, you know, people who didn't look like us getting certain opportunities, that's not the status quo anymore. You see people who are successful, who are black, white, male, female, everything. Everywhere. So, you know, I think it's definitely um, a blessing to be where we are in our age. In mm-hmm. 2023, because whether it's through school, whether it's through like doing this podcast stuff, podcast stuff, whether it's through social media, whether it's through you know the internet, you know tech, all, all these advancements that are happening, bro. Like it's there's a piece of a pie for everyone, and so it definitely takes like, sacrifice. It definitely takes like not being scared to fail. But I think like if there's something you want to do, there's nothing that can stop you. Yeah, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I also think that um, like. With your position that you're in right now, too, and I'm even, I've even extended a little bit more with my situation as far as like I've been documenting a lot more of my financial journey. Yeah. And building this career as, you know, like a a businessman and doing all this stuff just to kind of have like, that's even what this podcast is. Just like document your early 20s and have people on and explore thought. But it would be so cool to see more of like, even when you start your law career, like mm-hmm. when you have that job lined up to be like, hey, this is my first day. This is yeah. what I'm thinking about. This is yeah. what I got going on. It doesn't have to be anything like specific. I don't want to hear about any cases that you got going on or anything like that. But just to be like, this is the story. This yeah. is the the highlights. Yeah. Here you go. That would be really dope. That would be dope. You yeah. should definitely think about like documenting more things like that. Yeah. That'd I think cool. th- that's definitely something that I've thought about before too. Because like I have a bad memory. 
mm. as well because I used to like smoke a lot. Okay. Um, so I think that definitely fucked up my memory a little bit. So I think I've been thinking about like journaling a lot. Like I've done it a little bit, but I was kind of like fall off of it. But I want to be able to like look back at, you know, this moment in time, law school, and know what I was thinking, where my head was at, my mindset. And it's funny because my friend, I was having a convo with him the other day. And he was like, do you think that you've grown since like your first year to now? And I was like, that was such like a mind boggling question. Cause like before that, I didn't really think about how much I've grown. Cause like, oh, really? you're kind of just moving like daily, day to day. It's one thing after another. So like that was the first time I really like kind of took a moment to reflect. And I feel like doing that like kind of was eye opening because like you're doing so many things in like such like a fast period of time that like you might not really take a second to like appreciate how far you've come and like know like here's my mindset at this given time here's my mindset now just even look at the difference just for out of curiosity i want to be able to like you know have those moments and those memories like in store more so i think i definitely want to like record document journal yeah. my journey and especially because like this is such like a big journey that i'm going on right now with law school and like my job in the future so i think it's definitely I definitely will take your advice on that, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah. And as far as journaling, like I thought about that too before this podcast. And yeah. then I realized I it's not that I suck at writing. It's just it's my least favorite form to yeah. do it and just writing papers, doing all stuff like that. Takes Even time on a computer. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a little slow with that. Yeah. So by the time like I'm here, I'm but I'm an amazing speaker. So like that's my yeah. shit. So I was like, dude, if I could just oh, podcast and then it's recorded. Like we have shit from a year ago that I can pull up and it's like really awesome. So even if it's, so like how do you learn though? Are you more of like you read a book or do you prefer to watch a video or do you prefer to like listen to somebody doing it? I prefer to listen. To listen, yeah. Yeah. That would be, you might be like a podcast guy too because I'm definitely a listen guy to where like that's the muscle that I've trained Mm -hmm. the most because when I was like my first business with all the dog stuff, I was even doing the dog stuff when we were in high school, man. I'm just like, remember building it and walking, training them, doing all that. But the thing is, is like, I wasn't just walking dogs every single hour. Dude, I walked thousands of dogs Mm -hmm. every single hour. I had an audio book in, or I Mm -hmm. had some sort of a podcast, Mm -hmm. like personal growth, business related, just anything related. And um, I was just cranking books out, just kind of getting stuff together so that that muscle is strong. So when I went into my two-hour meeting today while everybody's like fucking writing down notes mm-hmm. and shit i was like no as long as i sit close enough to hear the guy yeah i hear him all right i got the four bullet points he was trying to mm-hmm. go off of all right i can take that into the world i'll yeah. worry about all that minute shit later when i run into like just give me the the gist all right cool let's get out there yeah. and figure it out yeah so. that's definitely how i am even in class like in law school you see people like just typing away at everything the professor says but i just sit back and listen because mm-hmm. you don't really take it in when you're typing because you're focused on like oh shit i fucked up i wrote you know i had a typo yeah. and all dang what he said and they're trying to like so i think it's just too much going on for me if i try to like type and do all this stuff i just sit back listen soak it all in and then you can like you just internalize it better yeah that's how I feel. dude that's crazy too and you talk about like not really looking behind to see the growth Everything I do has to be growth related. I try, or let me rephrase that. I try to do as much activity yeah. as growth related as possible. It's almost because that's my why too. Is mm. almost if you were like, "Hey, do you want to go to Newport?" My first instinct is like, "I'm open to go to Newport, but, but like, but why? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we got this thing going. Oh, yeah, that's an experience I haven't done. All right, cool, yeah. let's go." If you're like this fucking strip club that's popping over yeah. there, I'd be like. Uh, that's not in the budget right now, but soon, trust me, yeah. soon, it's going to yeah. be, soon, yeah. <laughs> that's but, the thing, you know, everything I do, like, and I, I know I said, like, I don't reflect as much as I want to, but I definitely, everything that I do, I'm like, I want to make myself better. So 
I've been trying to, what I've been trying to do recently is like pick up a lot of like skills and hobbies that I think would just make me like more versatile as a person. Yeah. And like more, you know, fulfilled. Cause like I used to play guitar, for example, I played guitar. Okay. Back in like elementary school, but I kind of forgot how to play because I haven't touched it in years. But I'm, I plan on, um, you know, just doing some guitar lessons. Um, I plan on picking up photography, just little like things here and there where I'm like, how do I make myself just like, more knowledgeable, have more skills. So that's kind of like how I operate too. I like, so I like, that's great, I like the, girl, the growth mindset right there. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The last two things as we close out this episode, we've been going for a while, man, over an hour. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. The po- like time kind of stops on the podcast. Time does though, stop. Right? It feels like it hasn't been that long. Yeah, it's super cool. We got a whole episode of content right that's, now. That's how was your first uh, podcast experience? Bro, good? it's been good. I appreciate you, man. You made it so comfortable. I was lucky a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn, do I have shit to even talk about? But that's the thing is, you know, I might have to start telling people that because you're like the fifth person too. Is I think when I invite people on, like I think they think I'm asking them to create a fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I already did all that. Yeah. You just have to sit down and bare, bare minimum just answer my questions. Uh, yeah. If you want to bring something, like you obviously it's a mm-hmm. convo, but yeah. like bare minimum, just ask and yeah. I got you. Trust me, it's all good. Like, and then they think, oh well, I'm not that good. This and that. Well, yeah, but I am, so it's fine. Like, <laughs> that's not what I I'm, like that. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm gonna start like prefacing that yeah. a little bit more. But and no, dude, when you're fucking asking insightful ass questions so i appreciate that like you're asking me questions i'm like damn i haven't thought about that that's you the know? thing so is, i like that you got to be curious too yeah it's like that's my whole point i would i like i wonder when i'm gonna get bored but i keep listening to like some of my favorite podcasts are like armchair expert with dax shepherd obviously i fuck with rogan yeah i love like entertainment with uh, like tom Se- two bears one cave with okay. tom segura okay. and all those yeah, guys yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like guys that have a good time, and I wonder, like, are they ever gonna get bored? But they're like thousands of episodes, and they keep doing it. And if it stays like this, I love it. Like, especially my favorite thing is catching up with old friends. I was about to say, yeah, you get to see people you haven't seen in a while, mm -hmm. and then like, hopefully, you learn something. I learned something for sure. So I think it's definitely a good formula you got up here, man. I'd say one of my last questions would probably be. Um, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't get to so far this episode? Oh, that's a good question. Was like a last topic or anything. Well, uh, like that? I did want to. I did want to ask you, mm-hmm. and this might not necessarily be a, a topic that you haven't talked about or something before. But what kind of was your journey with like? Because you 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 mentioned your finance, but I'm not yeah. entirely sure about what you want. Because I I wanted to bring this up multiple times that the episode. But I was like, I kept like forgetting. Yeah. But like, how was your journey in finance? Yeah, like, let's what talk you get about into it. it. So yeah. immediately, it's a really cool thing that I have to do right now, as far as. I'm building two brands. I have Natural Thoughts and Talks, Mm -hmm. and then I also have um, the New York Life thing that I do. So it's kind of funny because as I'm building both right now, uh, they are kind of starting to come together, but I know at a certain point, my company's going to come to me and they're going to see some Natural Thoughts and Talks stuff, and I get wild on here sometimes, and I understand. I'm like, oh yeah, I get You don't want me talking about buttholes and like, (laughs) you know, strippers and like all this other stuff. So it is like trying to keep them separate, but not like intentionally separate, you know? But basically what I did is um, coming out of college, it was like two or three months before I graduated. My mentor, he's been my mentor since I was like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. His name's Braden Dragu. He's one of the, I want to say he's the number 54th investment advisor on the Forbes list for the top 100 um, finance people in the United States of America. 
so he handles my parents' finances, and it's yeah. just funny because he's he's been a family friend my whole life. Yeah, he's uh, one of my uncle's best friend, you yeah. know, stuff like that. So, but he's always been a guy that's very similar to how I am now. Um, I saw certain things in him that like you don't see like with your dad or mm -hmm. you don't see with any of your coaches. Yeah. I go like, oh shit, you're you're doing that thing I was thinking about. Yeah. So I remember he flew me out to um, Washington. He was like, yeah, come out. Of course, flew me out and. Uh, I stayed with him for like three or four days, and he was just such... The first thing we did when... He literally picked me up from the airport, yeah. and we went and evicted somebody from one of his properties. Like, we had to kick this crackhead out of some house or whatever, really? and it was just like wild. I was like, oh boy. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you fucking trashed this house, and like, my God, it's so shitty around yeah. here, and like, look at this place. This is not how I bought it. This is not how I run it. Like, yeah, get yeah. out of here, right? He's a nice guy. He wasn't like that aggressive, but basically, you could tell he was upset about it, Yeah, and... um just a thoroughbred entrepreneur. He was building at the time, like then this was years ago, several years ago. He was um, one of the top guys at New York Life. And then he was building an office. He had all these investment properties that he was doing. He was putting together this mastermind group that I was fortunate enough to be like a, like one of the young people to be a yeah. part of with like his top 10 or 15 um, yeah. guys that have like opened banks before or have yeah. like 100,000 acre farms or like stuff right, like yeah, that. Yeah, just yeah. crazy stuff. And crazy um Basically, just understanding, like, hey, like, what's your... Nothing was even money-related. Like, mm -hmm. that's just some of the stuff that I even talk about on this show is, like, sometimes I get a little money happy, but the whole point is, what does the money do? Using yeah. it as a tool to get you to where you want to go. Be, you yeah. don't have to have a lot of money. You don't yeah. have to do whatever. I don't care if you just want to be an artist, yeah. and you're cool with your little studio apartment, with your canvas, yeah. doing yeah. your thing all day, fucking ripped yeah. clothes. Yeah. Fuck, Fine. that's all yeah. good, yeah. you know? But um, basically, he told me, he called me two months before I graduated, and he's like, hey, I'm in your state. Mm. You hear that, you're like, you're far as shit. I don't know where you're at. <laughs> yeah, it's he a was big on, state. Yeah, he was only in Palm Springs, though. So I was like, all right, yeah. it's like two hours away. So we go out there, and it was the New York Life um, Chairman's Cabinet like conference. So I think this is the top thousand agents yeah. in the um in the, whole in the whole so guys who have done over a million dollars, I think for the year. Yeah. So everybody was there, like big top like I think they hired Stevie Wonder to like perform really? there. They had Seinfeld like Man. there and stuff like that. So anyways, cool. it was amazing because I'm a big family guy, like you said. Mm -hmm. And um I saw like kind of behind the scenes of everything. You can go into somebody's office, you can see, you mm -hmm. know, what they got. They got their suit yeah. and their tie on. But yeah. at the end of the day, this is like the trip for the year to yeah. like celebrate the accomplishments that everybody's done. And every it was such a like diverse group. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all like pencil neck white guys. Yeah. You had like black dudes, dudes from Hawaii, yeah. like this and that, everybody yeah. over that's here. Cool. And it was just amazing. And then he was like, Hey, what are you like doing? I was like, Whatever the fuck you're doing, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I don't want nothing now. I don't care. What do I do? Yeah. And then he basically connected me with one of the top guys out here in Southern California yeah. who managed, I think, the entire like Pacific zone at one point in time of the country, which is like three or four states. Yeah. And he's got like billions of dollars under management. So it was really funny because Braden was just like, yeah, take his phone number. And he like gave me his yeah. phone number. And he was like, okay, call me like when you graduate. So That's crazy. We graduated. That's crazy how it works like that. Yeah, yeah. I graduated. We went to Europe for a few weeks and then came back. I slept for like three days straight, yeah. woke up and like called that guy's number and he picked up and he was like, okay, yeah, this is what you're doing. It's going to be a long road. It's not going to be easy. Um, it's gonna be really, really fucking hard. Like yeah. it's gonna suck. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's gonna fucking suck. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much how my sports have been. This mm -hmm. and that. And you know, I started giving them like some of my like athletic background and yeah. like I did the decathlon like all throughout college up until COVID. And he was like, 
wait, you did that? And I was yeah, like, yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, you'll probably be fine. Like, you just attack it like that and just don't give up and yeah. you'll be fine. And then it's kind of a funny story because he called um, the head guy in my office now, mm. so the boss of my office. Okay. And he was like, yeah, this guy will probably get back to you in like, you know, three to four days, maybe five days. Yeah, and then yeah. we hung up the phone and literally like 15 minutes later, like 10 minutes later, this guy called me and was like, who the fuck are you? Like, who? why is the boss's 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 boss? Yeah. Just why is God opening up the clouds yeah. to be like, who are you? And I'm like, this is guy that got out of college and this yeah. and that. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, show up on Monday. And I was like, all right. So That's crazy. showed up, got my licensing and did all that. So you went the unconventional route. Oh, but I knew it was going to be this way the whole time. I, everything I do is unconventional. I cannot. I like, like it's one of those things like where, that. dude, for example, um, Dudes want to golf, right? Mm. They like golf. Golfing is a great networking opportunity, right? Which I'm sure, you know, whatever, if that, if it works for you, it works for you. I don't knock it. It just, in my opinion, it seems like a good way to hide from your wife and kids on a Saturday morning for several hours, right? But that's, uh, that's, that's actually very true. But so it was like for the first three, like <laughs> three months of my career, I was trying to do it like the way they were telling me to mm. do it, right? And it really wasn't working for me. Yeah. Until something clicked in one of those training meetings where he was like, hey, your entire career is based off of one thing. Find out how to meet with people on a friendly basis. Mm. I heard that and the light bulb went off and I was like, fuck. Closed the laptop, left the office and yeah. was like, all right, so I got my podcast. That's yeah. going to be like a crazy, like warm. Basically, good financial planning mm -hmm. starts with good conversations. Yeah. Having people come in and sit for an hour, mm -hmm. you know, and already be doing it as something that i already do you yeah, know what i mean that yeah. it just it worked that's where it starts to come that's, together yeah. goes hand in hand i have these um booths that we run i'll show yeah. you like a couple pictures dude like yeah. little vendor booths that we have and fuck on a summer day dude four or five thousand people walk right yeah. there yeah. on the thing on so, Street, yeah. exactly i was like all right throw it up there like yeah. we're doing that and then people that's just crazy. just shit starts with you i'm at the booth and some dude's yeah. like oh my god hey i have like 30 40 grand that i need you to i don't know what to do with it i need you i'm like you're my guy today yeah. get yeah. over here like <laughs> let's uh figure out what, what works best for you man yeah. let's get you service but it's a wild crazy career and like i'm you know, still Never super a dull young moment, into it sounds, dude. That's Definitely. very cool. Yeah. I so. like how you were able to really like intertwine this in the finance. That's like, that's, yeah. that's genius, bro. And it's one of those things mm -hmm. where it's like the company that I'm building isn't like a, it's not a, like, I'm not trying to be an investment broker. Brokers are like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you have, you get paid for transactions in the market. Yeah. You, your interest is in me moving your money yeah. in the market. That might not be the best decision yeah. for that moment. I want to be an investment advisor. That's where I can really start to coach. That's yeah. where like people whose personalities are like doctors mm -hmm. or like lawyers mm -hmm. or coaches, teachers, yeah. that's where my skills with that get to thrive yeah. with like assets under management, you know? That's so cool. that's kind of the cool thing that I want to do. And I keep things very casually and like in, I don't know about the word improper. We still do everything by the book. However, I'm not trying to be somebody who I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm the same guy yeah. in the office that I yeah. am here. Fucking, just like you were talking about, 80% yeah. of those dudes mm -hmm. are a different dude. Yeah. When they leave, I'm like, hey, now, what do you, that's not what you were saying at lunch. Don't yeah. be that guy. And yeah. then it just feels sleazy. It you is know? because, the, I mean, the most, the most important thing you can be is authentic. Yeah. I feel like. Hell so that's, yeah. that's definitely cool. Um, I know you said we don't, or on the you know last question and stuff, but I do have one more question for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, how has it been? Because like you and Hannah have a great thing going on. You guys seem very like in tune with each other in terms of like 
the direction you guys want to go, mm-hmm. whether it's with the podcast, just life in general. Yeah. How did that come to be where like you found someone that like I feel like works like if it's like a puzzle piece for you and yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, man. Domestic do. abuse, bro. That shit works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, so just... my second point of the question, right, that leads perfectly. How is it living with each other? Like, how do you like that? It is, we have a unique relationship in that we found each other so young and I right. was, I had great mentorship. I can't, mm. yes, I work hard as fuck and I'm very talented, but the reason I'm so successful mm. at this age mm. is just due to, I had a fucking hard ass dad, yeah. hard ass mom and nothing, dozen coaches, yeah. you know, sport related, non-sport related yeah. that just pushed me to see what was coming. Mm-hmm. They basically like, think about this, bro. Everybody else in college, right? What's my next door? Mm. I saw 10 doors get opened, yeah. was able to at least peek in there for a little bit and yeah. then be like, all right, cool. And then they all closed it up just like they did for everybody else. And I was like, hey, I see it. Yeah. Y'all didn't see what the fuck was over there, yeah. but my but God, it's you know, good, yeah. it's good. All right. <laughs> so we just got to go get our keys and then we'll be all right. Yeah. But the whole point is basically like, oh, dude, it, it really is communication. Mm-hmm. It comes down to like aggressive listening. Mm. So it's one of those things where like you got to understand that you're developing something with somebody else that you want to build with. It's I don't want to use the word impossible, but it's fucking hard, it's hard. to do it he- by yourself here in SoCal, so competitive. Yeah. Everything's half off now. Think about this. Yeah. This apartment... I could do it, but it's a big hit. Yeah, I, I, it's half off now because yeah. she's taking care of the other half, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things. Keno, she's got Keno right now. Mm-hmm. I can't do this podcast with Keno. He's gonna fucking break the door down or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's half off. But I would say you really do have to be intentional with it. Mm-hmm. Even if Hannah and I, I joke with her all the time, she didn't know what I was seeing. She didn't see this mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. but I knew from the moment that I saw her that you have to see this energy. You yeah. have to, aside from her being so beautiful and mm-hmm. so like everything everybody else sees mm-hmm. there was when i looked at hannah there was a legit like aura around mm-hmm. her to mm-hmm. where like people say that all the time but it was a real like magnetic thing that mm-hmm. i was like oh shit this is it yeah. all right so let's do it yeah and i've been intentional with everything i've been trying to do man mm-hmm. so literally just started off by like this is what we do like hey this is what I'm trying to do. And once you figure out how to open up and be a little bit more vulnerable, which mm-hmm. it seems like you're already like super ahead. You're not like hard all the time or just tight or anything like yeah. that. So you literally just make your intentions known. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is what I'm trying to build. I don't know how to build it. And I'm not even 100% sure that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is I'm going to try my best every single day. Mm-hmm. And I will let you know if I don't know something. Mm-hmm. But when I do know something, what I do know, mm-hmm. it's rock solid. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you just got to be out there and be yourself, do your thing. And like, yeah, really be intentional with what's going on. Dude, and I was just telling Hannah an episode or two ago, like, I got so much fucking game, man. I wish <laughs> that I could... You, you remember the movie Hitch with Will yeah, Smith, yeah, dude? Yep, yep. I said, if I could legit <laughs> be like Hitch and just yeah. like... Because I'm out the game. It's whatever. But I see everybody else like... You're at the bar doing what? No, you're not going to find the girl you want's not at the bar yeah, right now. Like, yeah. the girl you want, she's at the gym or she's in the office. So, yeah, like, yeah. she's doing something. She, You know, she's at Target right now looking yeah. at candles. Like, go over there, man. That's where you want to be, all right? Mm-hmm. Like, just align yourself with things like that. Yeah. And I wish I could just be, like, in your ear. We're going to get, like, a walkie-talkie yeah. thing. I'm going to be in there, like, hey, girl number three, go approach <laughs> her or whatever. We'll see what's going on. But yeah, it's, I definitely agree. Yeah. The, but here's the hack. The, my favorite part what makes our relationship so unique is that she's from a different world Mm. she's not american Mm -hmm. she came over from the top of europe right so 
that exposed me, which you have immigrant parents, you yeah. don't have that like bubble, that American bubble mm -hmm. that I had. Mm -hmm. um, it exposed the globe to me. Mm -hmm. So I don't just think about this podcast being a Southern California thing. Mm -hmm. I think about it going, why can't we have live shows in Stockholm? Mm -hmm. Why can't I go to Africa, rent mm -hmm. out a theater mm -hmm. and have people, you know, mm -hmm. the leaders in that area doing that? Why can't mm -hmm. we go down to Brazil mm -hmm. and do things like that? It just makes everything global yeah. and traveling. It's like a must. So yeah. that's it. You just got to find somebody who really like pushes you mm -hmm. who you're interested in mm -hmm. and like that's the shit bro yeah. you know yeah like and then you're way. in that sweet spot and like we're i think we're six years in man long enough to where like i don't know how long we've been dating yeah. but i want to say it's six years like the motivation i have to keep going yeah of just like another year keep building yeah. the podcast is even something like that yeah. like me and her she co-hosts you know we yeah. get in there i really get to dive deeper in her mind mm -hmm. than like most boyfriends ever do with their girlfriends, yeah. right? But I'm sitting here like, well, what do you think about this? What do you yeah. think about this? And you yeah. just talk and build it and go and like, it's the best thing ever. And I can only imagine how much better it's going to get as we start adding kids into the yeah. stitch, as yeah. we start doing that, as we start doing that. Like, I think also for our relationship, it's being kind of one or two steps ahead, mm. having that kind of blueprint mm. and that might, like, we know what's happening yeah. over the next year or two. Yeah. We know what the goal is. Yeah. You'll with, have a similar vision. With the show, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is it's like, it doesn't even have to be maybe a similar vision, just have to understand that like, yeah. this is how it's got to operate, things like that, staying mm -hmm. organized. Yeah, man. But you got time. I think the the best thing that you can understand, I don't know what your con like relationship is with time, but you could fuck off for another 10 years, mm -hmm. dude, and you'd still only be 33 or 34, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So young as hell we're gonna live to be like 120 years yeah. old like we're gonna be old yeah, as fuck so that's the cool thing but the yeah. last thing i want to ask you brother mm -hmm. is um who are two to three people i told you off mic don't give me nobody from west high all right <laughs> i already got enough west high people on. we're trying to kind of build out a little bit give me some people that you're really impressed with that you're proud of mm -hmm. two to three people that can be old or young that you would like to see on the show that we can reach out and probably get them in the same position what do yeah. you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think two of them come from my law school. Okay. One of my good friends. One of them, his name is Rod. I'll send you his info and yeah. the other person's. Um, he's a great guy. The person that I talked to, um, he's the one I remember I said my friend asked me the question, like, have you seen growth? Uh-huh. It was him that asked me that question. Okay, cool. Um, so he's just, a, he's just a very, like insightful guy i think he's like very in tune with like how he feels and stuff like that like he knows where like he wants to be very self-aware that's the word i was looking for um so i i think he'd be a great person to talk to it's always a good convo with him very smart guy oh yeah um, and then my other friend her name's kaya she actually does have a podcast she started it like not too long ago she i listened to her at first episode she was on with her brother um and it was good man she was just she's natural with it that's awesome yes and she's she's the same thing self-aware too she's funny uh they're both really funny actually rod is one of the funniest motherfuckers i know um nice. but but yeah no it'd be it'd be those be great guests to have perfect and then let me try to think of a third one i want to see if i could think of oh um my friend my friend rain he's awesome well, i want to give you someone i want to give someone that's not in law school he's in law school but he's also an sf so it might be hard but let me think 
me think for a second. Yeah, it could be somebody old. Yeah, I'm trying to get someone old. Cool career, you know, yeah. new career. Yeah. Somebody. You know any like firefighters or any cops or anything like that? Oh, That's I do of... know a cop. I do know a cop. You know Winston? Oh uh, no, I don't know Winston. Winston, he's um he went to Torrance High. Okay. But I was just hooping with him last weekend because Austin was back and we all hooped. Uh he's a cop. He works at LAPD right now. I was talking to him. He just like got his his license and everything. Like he was telling me about like the academy and the training and all that oh, stuff good. and like just some of the shit he sees and what he does. That would be and cool. Like, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be dope to Yeah. So I definitely say Winston. I'll send you his IG. I don't know if I have his number, but I probably could get it through Austin or someone. But um, I'll send you his IG. Nah, that, that'd be dope. That'd be cool. Yeah, so Winston, Rod, and Kaya. Okay, was, yeah. Shout was, out to them. We'll try to get them on, man. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Well, this has been the Natural Thoughts and Talks podcast, man. Thank you for coming on, brother. Like I said, you're welcome anytime. Open door policy here. Uh, we'll definitely be back when we get the cameras up and yes, rolling, sir. things yes, like sir. that. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. Bye.